regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features. A show. What's not intro, but for the start? Intro, that's it. Yeah. What's not intro? I meant to say what's the outro, but for the start. (laughs) You said the actual word you were looking for. What's the opposite of intros, but for the start? Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the show without a not intro and with... An outro, but for the start. My name's Standard. Joe Scrabbles, and I'm joined by Gavin Murphy hey, and Stephen Hogarty. Hello. Direct from the bluest room in East London. It's blue, baby. And make no mistake. <laughs> of what? <laughs> Don't mistake how blue it is. Oh, Okay. Make make no mistake, it's very blue. That's what I was saying. I wish I'd never mentioned it. Uh, Steve, what you got for us feature-wise for the week? Well, I'm excited about the UK's restaurants opening back up with this hot, hot, rishy dish deals that he's handing out. Coupon. Coins. Big coins. Gav, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you did a feature and then it, it completely fucked up? Yeah, it hasn't happened for a while, has it? Ooh, yeah. So, it... it, it mm. It's going so well, too. It yeah. was really and, good. and the worst thing is, I don't think either of you are boozing that much. Because mm. usually, if if we if you were both blasted, I would be like, well, just do it again in 10 minutes. And they'll react in the exact same way. <laughs> but you both are pretty uh, sober Sebastians tonight. So um, I'm going to have to wait till one of you hits your head on something. <laughs> so I can get, forget about this entire thing. Well, trust me, though. Because we got right to the end, like really near the end as well, before yeah. Gav realised, which is the best way to do a feature. Uh, we loved it. It was really funny. You've missed out as a reader. And if you pay for the podcast, you should be furious. I, on the <laughs> other hand, have done a feature about how uh, Sesame Street and Muppets alumnus Kermit the Frog has been ruined by time. Uh, but before that, we well, I think we had a bit where we just talked. So go on. Let's have that. Let's have that. Go on past us. <laughs> Off you go. We know you're there. If I remember, <laughs> if I remember correctly, we did something. <laughs> are we allowed to go to Logs Pub yet? What's the deal? No. Are we allowed to leave London to go to Nottingham? Correct. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're allowed to go on trains and buses now. Yeah, I think as be- long as we don't go to anyone else's house, we're allowed to go to the public house full of much more people than the house. Yeah. Wow. Especially if you are on your way to Nottingham to provide medical assistance to somebody. So what just it- bring a big syringe. Well, I think <laughs> medical assistance includes making sure Log doesn't go fucking mental by himself in his big pub. Yeah. So... Yeah. That's true. I think we need to psychologically assist him by going to Nottingham to do a live show. <laughs> live, live, live from Nottingham. <laughs> He's always so chill during those. He loves those. <laughs> he loves serving just after those shows. I've learned yeah. it. <laughs> uh, someone who I 
uh, who follows me through my day job, uh, recently was saying, oh, we should do it when we're allowed. We should do a meetup in the King Billy. And I was like, oh, and he said, it's my local. I was like, oh, I, I'd love it to be uh, my local. And then someone said, it's my local too, but I'm not going anywhere fucking near it. Um, <laughs> and, and it was obviously because of the Rona, but that I read that first. I was like, I'm not going anywhere fucking near. I was like, oh, what's Log done? <laughs> Love that you don't you blame you blame that on Log, not the horrible person who says they won't go near the King Billy. They're not horrible; they're really nice, actually. So, well, they seem horrible to me Blech. on first. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? It's hot, isn't it? It is it's hot. hot. It's disgusting. Man. It's twenty-two think- degrees. It's nine o'clock. I'm not into it. We've all taken off our trousers, is that correct? Correct. Correct. This is actually, oh, I wonder how long it is since we did that one episode where we all took off our trousers. Oh, in my bedroom. Yeah. That wasn't an episode, Joe. What? <laughs> so not up. I put it on album art. I know that. It was an episode of our lives. I just so. want to find out. You know, I know it's unlikely, but what if it was exactly a year ago? Yeah. So I'm looking right now. I, fu- I fucking live for shit like that. Do you? Yeah. You know how much I fucking love shit like that. I'm you love year ago legs. Always yeah. going on about shit like that. <laughs> yeah, when Gav gets that little, um, that Facebook time capsule, then it's like, this time last year you were looking at fucking a swan. Yes. Gav's like, yes! Come on! Come oh, on! Was a swan. Do you remember when Log shaved his beard off yeah. and he looked really handsome? I mean, he always looks really handsome, but he looked like astonishing because you were like, well, Log without a beard, what's the point? And then he didn't have a beard, and you're like, oh my god. I found it frightening when he didn't have a beard. You know when you see those videos of um, people shave off their beards and their dogs don't recognise them, and they're really like cautious and I've never watched one of those. I've seen that before, and that's how I felt when I saw a log without a beard. I knew it was log consciously, but subconsciously I was like, Stranger danger. Yeah. Don't go near this man. Oh, my God. I think You've got a voice of a log, but not the face of a log. I think the, the trousers episode might have been more than two years ago. Bang on, though. I don't know yet. I'm still looking for it. I fucking live for that shit. You know that. <laughs> fucking live for that shit. Gav lives for that shit. I think Gav lives for it. Fuck. When his Google Photos gives him a little flashback oh, of, a, fucking. of like a cat. That I was... I've almost launched oh. four phones into the sky because of Google Photos reminding me about <laughs> shit that I live for. We're about a month off. About a month off. No way. Three years ago, 22nd of June. Whoa, just just a month and a bit off. Just a month and a bit off three years that's ago. That's close enough for me. I'm. That's close enough for me to go, oh my God, can you believe it? That's nuts. <laughs> the, the summer was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Big boys, nude legs, no go. What was that? You can tell how hot that episode was because when you look it up, by the way, it was episode 248. Uh, the only thing that we wrote for that episode was Log, Steve and Joe got together, took their shorts off and shouted into a microphone for just ages. Enjoy. <laughs> Didn't even tell you what <laughs> happened in the episode. Too hot. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> if you don't like it. Don't listen to it. 8,300 people have listened to that episode. Good on that. That's insane, if you ask me. Well done, them. Every single one of them. Um, But I can't help but notice only a fraction of those people are given to our patron. 
disgusting. They can't be, they can't have enjoyed it that much. Sounds like some people don't want B names. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some people aren't living for this shit. <laughs> regular features. Regular features. Reader, have you heard about Muppets Now, the new Disney Plus Muppets show? That sounds like it. It is like a political thing. Muppets, no, well, I mean, Muppets Now. <laughs> it might as well be because Now's been a Muppet. It's um, it's the Muppets, right? And it's their new show, and it's meant to be their big deal. But it's just them pretending to be like on Zoom and YouTube and stuff. Fuck and off. people are really upset about it. Have you seen how people... Well, clearly you haven't. No, I don't know. People are furious about it. And like, don't get me wrong. It's very... Shite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not good. Because it's just puppets in front of cameras pretending to be webcams. Going like, oh, I can't, I can't upload the stream. The stream won't upload again. To be fair to them, they don't even have bottom halves. Like, it getting uploaded at all is a fucking well done them. They've, They've got hands, out, they can move a mouse. Come on. fucking felt and shit. Like, <laughs> fair play to them. They know how to work Dropbox. That's insane. <laughs> how I they don't past- know how to work fucking Dropbox. <laughs> they can't use the thumbprint scanner on their mobile phones. <laughs> Oh yeah, I meant to carry on talking, not drink wine. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it it was so controversial that it was <laughs> quite literally front page BBC News today. No, it wasn't. It said critics were confused and jarred by by, by the new Muppets because it's, it's not for you; it's for kids, you cunts. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> watching it, children's things and whinging about them. Because you know how the BBC page goes: three stories about bombs. Yeah. And then there's three stories under that that are about, like, the Muppets, Spider-Man, <laughs> and a uh, woman who's got acid attacked. Right? Less bombs. Less That's what bombs. they do. And I, I, Imagine reading the BBC's front page and seeing the horrors in Beirut and then seeing Muppets now and go, well, this day's just gone from bad to fucking worse, hasn't <laughs> the pr- it? The problem is I know which one I clicked on. Because <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's one where I go... I don't need to know any more about this. I've seen one picture and it's told me everything I need to know. But when I see critics confused and jarred by modern Muppets, I have to go and click on it. And this is the Why am I looking at someone shouting at Grover saying, you're on mute, Grover. You're on mute. (laughs) But the the issue is, everyone's issue with it is it is too modern. Everyone hates how modern the Muppets are because they used to be vaudeville. They were the, the old men watching them from the stall and like, Songs and that. Um, but now it's things like the Swedish chef having, he's going, and then halfway through goes, fair trade, and shit like that. <laughs> and there's a Muppet called Cilantro, and Beaker wears VR goggles, and it's just being sick, and they discuss the gig economy, all that shit. <laughs> there's, but- a, there's a really weird subsection of people who are into Muppets. I feel the same people, the th- same about people who are into Muppets. As people are into like that Disney bounding, you know, where like people dress up but not like adults dress up as like fucking Sebastian the Crab, but it's basically just wearing a red boiler suit because they're not allowed to wear, they're not allowed to dress, adults aren't allowed to dress up in Disneyland because mm. it's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> and they might fuck about with the kids. So they've just gone to like skirt that 
rule and they've gone right we'll dress up but not really so it'll be like i'm dressed up as donald duck but i'm just wearing blue shorts and a white shirt and i feel i feel weird about those adults but the same type of adults are the same ones who are really fucking into the muppets like really like it like too much and be like yeah it's fucking good because as i said they're singing and they don't even have bottom halves mm. but which pe- you pe- need to sing. Yeah, because it all comes from your Diaphragm, gut. yeah. It's a- <laughs> from your guts and balls. <laughs> um, the bottom of your balls. Well, so I love the Muppets, and I go bounding as them all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> the you thing go bounding so- as the fucking bin one. Oh, no, that's Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, they cross over. Bin <laughs> one's basically a Muppet, isn't he? I, um, but so, because I, I, had, a, I had the day off, because... I don't know, gave up. And um, I... Uh, you were confused by the Muppets. I was confused and jarred by the BBC's front page. <laughs> um, so I, I went to go... I, I w- went to Disney Plus and I watched the Muppets. And I thought, yeah, it's not great. It, it's not as good. There's nothing about it that makes me feel really nice about the Muppets. But the main thing is, and this is genuinely true... Have you heard Kermit the Frog's voice in the last three years? No. It's fucked. I thought I had, but have I not? (laughs) It's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. They got rid of Kermit because Jim Henson was Kermit and then there was a new man who was Kermit. And then they fired that man and hired this guy. I think he's called Matt Vogel. I don't want to call him out, but you're shit. And, um, And like... Everyone knows what Kermit sounds like. This sounds like just a man from New York moving a frog. <laughs> and booting a frog <laughs> down Main Street, USA. But I looked up. So this is an aside, but I looked up why they got rid of perennial f- Kermit. Oh, you know, bad stuff. Well, not not Elmo bad, but like. Was it just for the record? Wasn't Elmo acquitted? Elmo was acquitted of everything. I'm just yeah. saying that Elmo was alleged. To have fingered some kids. El- actually, they were- Elmo is incredibly litigious, so just <laughs> fucking watch it. Is he actually? <laughs> Cut this out, bleep it all. Um, <laughs> but genuinely, so I looked up why they got rid of it, and Disney's response for why old second Kermit, Kermit 2.0, was got rid of. He said he was hard to work with and he threw his weight around. Um, and he came out and said it was all bullshit. I didn't know why they got rid of him. And then there was this tape of him that came out. Have you heard this tape no. of Kermit? An actual, wow, okay. All right, listen to this. Do I fucking walk around in rip down? <laughs> no, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I walk? No, no, don't shut me up. Am I going to walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? <laughs> then why the fuck are you walking right through? Oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? What don't you fucking understand? You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Give me a fucking answer. What don't you get about it? I am Kermit the Frog. Oh shit! Kermit's got fucking done. <laughs> it's weird that Kermit him. and Christian Bale said exactly the same things in their respective tape uh, rants. Well, when you when you're in the moment, when you're in the scene, yeah, you know, you snap like that. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't be thrown off when you're I don't know trying to be punched by Miss Piggy or whatever he does. <laughs> <laughs> like this. 
but the point, my main point, that's besides the point. Yeah. The new Kermit's voice doesn't make sense in several regards, which I have catalogued. Because everyone's going on about the modern stuff. I don't really get it. So it is impossible to forget what Kermit used to sound like. And I will, but I will remind you either way, right? So this is Kermit. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here, and this is a mystery box. Right? That's Kermit's voice. Everyone knows. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. You turn on Muppets now. Yeah. And they open the show, and you're ready for Kermit. Kermit's coming out. He's going to do a funny thing. It's just a green screen. You see him walk on, and he comes on, and he comes out with this. Well, well, well. If it isn't me, your old friend Kermit the Frog. A pleasure to meet y'all on this, our new streaming service showcase of talent, of which I am the most iconic piece. The linchpin, the naysay plus of the whole affair since the 1970s. I am, if you remember, and of course you must, a Creole gentleman frog from the swamps of Louisiana. And I'm very proud of my French ancestry and the fact that I am related to Gambit from the X-Men. <laughs> Please look upon my fine leather coat and the high-class cigar that I am smoking. Have you ever seen a finer frog in all of these United States, of which Louisiana is one? <laughs> we have quite the internet focus show for you tonight, mes amis. Sam the Eagle will be doing a video essay about QAnon and how wardrobes might be to blame for pedophilia. And then we'll have a video of Rizzo the Rat, an actual homeless and an actual homeless man hitting each other with chairs. Zutalo! What a spectacle. <laughs> we will also serve you some adverts for Wish.com that will invariably be selling you, trying to sell you a special dildo in the shape of Homer Simpson's head. <laughs> what a treat. Now, if you'll be excusing me, I have what my French cousins would say is un rendezvous show. A hot date with my sweet Cherie, one Miss Bigger. Bon voyage. Which is bullshit. Um, Sounds nothing like it. It doesn't sound anything like Kermit. It's mad that they've gone with this Louisiana thing. Because he says he's from the swamps. That's an established part of Kermit law. He's from the swamp. Every frog is from the swamp, though. But he's not Princess and the Frog in the swamp. It's ridiculous. True. Right, so there's... But the the really big bit of Kermit, you know his scream? He does that, like, little excited scream. His arms go all around like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. That's great. That's classic Kermit stuff. Well, I'm sad to say that the only thing Kermit screams these days is no mercy when Gonzo falls over his head playing a trumpet or whatever happens in the Muppets. But the worst part, right? Kermit's singing voice. You remember Kermit playing a banjo. Love it. He does little bits and pieces. He sings away. Beautiful singing voice. He's got a lovely singing voice. It's heartwarming. It's you, not easy being green. Yeah, and the rainbow connection. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Oh, oh it's so nice. That's even outside of the jokes, that's melted my heart. It is really sweet. But I shit you not. They've ruined that too. So in the at the end of this show, 
you're like, you're all ready for Kermit to sing a song. Yeah. And they cut from a fake YouTube cooking show with the Swedish chef. And instead of having an actual ending for the show, a pool of black water, or what looks like black water, just starts filling the screen. Yeah. And Kermit strolls on wearing a 10-gallon hat. Yeah. And then he just sings this. The Creole Kermit, a skinny little frog. I truly love this pig, but she treats me like a dog. She karate chops my frog lips and kicks me in the dick. And when I ask her to stop, she snaps my arms like twigs. <laughs> I recently found out that Piggy was having an affair. Sam the Eagle saw her going down on Fuzzy Bear. <laughs> I texted Fozzie later, saying, meet me tonight. He asked me why the secrecy, and I stabbed him with a knife. And then I got my relative Gambit from the X-Men to use his magical powers to throw a pack of exploding cards at the corpse, so no police will be any the wiser. Bon nuit, Fuzzy. Very good. They've destroyed our childhood. The song's bullshit. The character's Absolutely. bullshit. They've ruined the frog. They've ruined the frog. They've spoiled him. They've made the frog bad. And that's from Kermit's number one bounder, so you know he's angry. Yeah, me and my big green morph suit. Fucking <laughs> tearing it off and throwing it in the fire. I'd love to see you turn up in a big green mob suit and try and argue. <laughs> like, it's not even Kermit, fuck off. It's a tracksuit. I called ahead. I called ahead and I told you I look a lot like Kermit and I might be in breach of your rules. And you said it was going to be fine. Some now would, you're telling me I can't come in. Someone said it was fine. <laughs> he had a deep southern Creole accent. And they seemed on board with it. Just one more feature Give it to me Delicious ice cream God, I'm sorry, you recording? From Italy Regular features I've started watching Dark Oh, have you? I love that show Uh, I... I keep racing ahead in my own brain to try and explain everything I'm seeing. It's so good. And I feel like I'm spoiling it for myself as I yeah. go just by thinking about it too hard. But that's yeah. the beauty of it, I think. Because mm. if you get something right, because it starts getting, yeah. particularly after the first series, the, the sheer number of possibilities for what you could be spoiling for yourself or not spoiling for yourself are so insane. Yeah. That it well, becomes I'm really satisfying of, to solve them. I, I'm very vocal when I think I've figured something out. <laughs> 
Because I think if I if I've come up with the explanation myself, then it's not a spoiler because it's not verified. Yeah. So I'll be watching it with Reese, and I'll say, "I bet that's the kid." And now he's, and now he's going to become the. The whole thing's the whole thing. And Reese is like, "Great." Should we even bother watching the rest of it? You seem to have it all figured out. Also, I mean, like, if you were, it's like, you say that 15 minutes in, and then Reese is like, I'm, how have you guessed that? And then about 20 minutes later, oh, I read it. I read the synopsis for it. <laughs> Just remembered. I read all the postseason reviews. I read a postseason review on the AV Club. Uh, no, it was exhaustive. long. It was long. <laughs> Todd Vanderwerf really went into it. <laughs> Cool. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Rishi's Dishes. As you all know, I love to eat. I am a foodie food man. I love to dine out. And during the lockdown pandemic coronavirus crisis, mm-hmm. London's restaurants have been off limits to all. Until our old pal Rishi Sunak introduced his Eat Out to Help Out campaign. Uh, are you guys aware of this? Yeah, I'm aware of it because you're Rishi Sunak's biggest fan. You talk know, about I'm Rishi all the time. Constantly. Rishi's a little bitch, that's what you are. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Well, I literally am. I'm, my, my life is pretty much entirely funded by Rishi Sunak. Uh, so I thought I need to um, try out as many of these London restaurants that are all opening up again, see what the Ooh, uh, yeah. see what the scene is like. So I reached out to an old friend at the podcast, yes, to get her input and to see um, see what she thought. And uh, this this is what she sent me. Hi, Aloha, Pablo Escobar. It's me again, Grape Delicious Bourdain. Southeast North London's premier food critic and substitute Bikram yoga instructor for more than three hot stone massage parlors on the old Kent Road. If it's got anything to do with food, I'm already there. I'm everywhere that's anywhere that's got a food going in it. I also own a Motorola pager that beeps whenever one of Lambeth's pioneering sauna yogis becomes gastronomically compromised by an open buffet tummy bug. <laughs> Recently, I was made aware of Satyatori Hot Pot Chancellor Rishi Sunak's overly generous dining meal plan for the post-lockdown socialite. 50% off the check at many of the United Kingdom's most exclusive boutique eateries and upmarket dining suites. Readers, while my refined palate may be attuned to the finest things in life, Grape Salicious cannot resist a bargain. So naturally, I was champing at the bit to rescue the ailing British economy by honking down a heavily discounted entree or three at as many participating restaurants as I could find. Needless to say, I invited some of my closest celebrity friends to help sample the produce. Me and Evan Davis enjoyed a cut-rate taramasalata from a grab-and-go wagamama. I took Dion Dublin for a half-price pan-fried tuna bake from a furloughed sous chef with nothing to lose. <laughs> and me and Screety Politi ate a meat-free zucchini linguini from Zizi, which they were practically giving away. 
I can only assume that the unsolicited column of uncooked ham that arrived on my porch without an accompanying note was a gift from Chancellor Sunak himself. My verdict? Flattery will get you everywhere. Anyway, I must be leaving. My spray-on jeans have just started buzzing incessantly, which either means my bladder infection is back with a vengeance, or that Maharashi Mahesh has been eating prawns outside Kennington Tube Station again. Ciao! I love Grapes Delicious Bourdain because she's a better writer than I will ever be. <laughs> she's upwardly mobile. Southeast North London's most premier food critic. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, she's been doing the rounds. She's been sampling everything around London and she is loving it. <laughs> I'm glad she's doing okay because I was worried about her for a bit. Uh, she's a woman of independent means, so I think mm. no global downturn can be. Dampen her spirits. Downturn her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her. Well, she's gone now. I don't know. Whenever she arrives, there's like a sound of a hatch opening, and uh, "Do the Hustle" can be ha- can be heard <laughs> <laughs> muffled in the background. That just made me uh, laugh so much <laughs> that I pushed up on the drawer of my desk really high and pulled it out with me as I laughed, like the desk was laughing with me. <laughs> <laughs> like in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. My, me and my house just laughed at Grapes Delicious's Do the Hustle entrance. That was so funny, it made my desk, which is also my gardener, <laughs> Be- before the curse, laugh. <laughs> milk me and then just hold me because my name is Juicy Susan. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. We have been your three favorite trouserless boys back again with another episode. I don't know about you, but the heat in my room has risen to almost insufferable, untenable levels. Cataclysmic. I can never tell with you, Steve, because you just always, you look quite fresh-faced. Like, Joe, I can tell that your room is very hot because that bit of hair that you got, it gets sweatier and sweatier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I shine real nice. I've also got a a halogen bulb directly above me, (laughs) which is how you want to, it's how you want to do it. Just really shine down on all the sweat. Where Steve yeah. Hewlett, very beautiful. Yeah, I've got my backlight, uh, which is uh, sort of a complementary colour to the quite warm, uh, diffuse light that I've got in front of me because I want to look good for my best mates. Steve, once when we were walking to your old house, you said into your phone, hey Google, sex light, and it turned your room purple from mm. outside the house. Oh, do you still have that opportunity? Do you still have a sex light function don't. on your phone? Uh, I dismantled all the sex light functionality when I moved out of my old place. That makes me sad. Or maybe if I say sex light, it will turn all the lights in my old house weird colours. I'm going to North London. <laughs> let's find out. Well, let's get out of here. But before we do, I'd like to ask that if people would like to support the podcast, they can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. And I don't even care if that wasn't a grammatically correct (laughs) construction of a sentence. That's the freaking URL. And that's where you can go to find out how to support the podcast that we do. Guess what? We have had new patrons coming aboard 
the Patreon party. Well, they bring them to me. Can you come up with B names for the following oh, patrons? God, easy. Christian. Hmm. Christing. Oh, that is actually generally good. Alex Fisher. Alex Stinger. Adam Norquist. Gav, take it. Adam Honey. Nice. Yep. Hive Honey. <laughs> Yay. I love them. I love giving our patrons B names. I love the B names. I hope they all change their Twitter names to B names once we give them to them. What is your B name? We should do like a, a quiz. People, no, because no people have to patron us. Support us on Patreon. Yeah, then you'll get your B name. Not curated special B name. No. Yeah. This isn't. Um, this isn't algorithmic. This is real, baby. This is the real B names that we give you. It's organic. An algorithm couldn't come up with the stuff that we're doing. <laughs> Absolutely not. Otherwise, it would just call all of them hive sting like we do. Sting <laughs> honey boy. <laughs> That's better than most of them. Shut up. Which <laughs> is capital letters. Thorax. <laughs> right, now you're just handing out free B names. I know, sorry. If you're a reader who hasn't supported us on Patreon, you can't just take one of those B names. They don't belong to you. Thorax yeah. isn't yours. Give it back. It's out of circulation. Come on. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening. Good B. Wee! <laughs> Wee. I don't know. I just thought it would be funny. I hated it. Oh. oh I won't do it again. <laughs>